0: Report shows that the Inquisitorial Band is battling borders over Vicodin Prime. Valentine shot the attackers and opened the back door to knock them out. Lyric decided to help, and Alto kept them on course to arrive behind Imperial lines. Can they escape the orcs pursuing them and enter a factory under siege? Find out at this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
3: Classified report from planet Vicodin. Oh yeah, they're here. There are a lot of them. We're gonna fight them. Uh, <laughs> so the uh, nervous transmission um, that uh, opened our, our dear show today uh, was indeed true. There are a lot of orcs, um, but happily, there also seem to be uh, a lot of guard. Um, you can see um through your, your blurred vision alto the uh, the imperial lines uh, and they are uh, a ways away um but um not impossibly far and at uh you know the kind of falling with style trajectory you've got going um you're you're probably gonna be all right so um given that um uh, Haldron is stuck at the back of the ship. He's not going to be able to repair the viewport. So this really is more a race against all of you passing out and dying um, than it is, uh, you know, patch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and as uh, Valentine discovered from his uh, brief conversation um, with uh, shift commander Pocus, um if you can get sort of within firing distance of the line, they will uh, protect uh, the remainder of your descent. So now... Um, you've kind of shifted to um, needing to hold these things off um, long enough uh, to make it down. Um, so as you, now that you've broken through the cloud line and these are fairly low clouds, um, but you know, obviously there's still a lot of verticality going on. Um, the uh, the storm boys, um, they're still blasting along on their little rockets behind you. Uh, a couple of them, you can see the rockets are starting to falter mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, they're badly built and don't necessarily have that much fuel. Um, But uh, there's about 15 of them um, out there. Uh, So obviously they can't get the drop on you the way the other guys did, but they can certainly start gremlin gremlining on the wing and all that sort of shit. Um, So you've got 15 Storm Boys uh, and then the three fighter craft. Um, Now that you've broken uh, the cloud cover, you can see them kind of drop out of uh, of the clouds. Um, The yellow one is trailing a massive billowing black plume of smoke. Uh, from the um, the hit that um, Lyric scored uh, sort of a- across uh, the fuselage earlier. Looks to be in pretty rough shape. Um, the red craft is on fire uh, a little bit, but it's a very small fire. And you think you can see um, a couple of... Uh, there seem to be three small green figures, um, two of whom are like using welding torches. One of them seems to have like a fire extinguisher of some sort. One has a welding torch, uh, and there's a third one who's dangling on his safety cord um <laughs> just like flailing horribly um they're too small for orcs um but um Valentine you'd recognize them as gretchens or grots uh the uh, tiny enslaved workers of the uh of the orcs um, but they seem to be patching the ship up um, rather quickly think uh, of them as space goblins
1: for space anybody they, they're they
3: sound uh, okay they are 100% space goblins yes um and uh, incredibly good minesweepers. I gotta tell you, uh, from sure, my, my yeah. time playing the army, yep, yeah, very good. Um, not that they'd find them; just you run them over and they explode. Yeah, yeah as you do. Um, and then uh, there's the undamaged blue um, fighter craft that is uh, that is nearby. Um, you don't know that you can outrun these these three craft. Um, you'll have to deal with at least one of them uh, in order to make it to the line.
2: What do you do? Um, since Lyric is down here, you said that the pilot can also handle the, uh, the cannon, yep. right?
3: And now that you're out of, out of atmosphere and like actually kind of, um, orbital rather than, uh, or no, sorry, suborbital, whatever. Now that you're like planet side, um, uh, mm-hmm. much easier for you to, to operate. Cause now it is literally more like you're, you're using a fighter craft rather than,
2: you know, okay um i'll uh I'll, I'll lower the goggles that i took from the snowmobile on mm. our last planet just to like keep my eyes from drying out I'll just put them down <laughs> over yep uh over my eyes um and uh i will try to uh engage the uh the laser cannon and uh shoot down one of these planes
3: um okay great uh, can you roll me a gunnery
2: check please yes i can
3: which one are you shooting
1: at, Tyler? Are you going for the yellow already injured, the red little bit injured, or the blue untouched?
2: That's a good question. Um, are they all equidistant from us? Roughly, yes. The yellow one's a bit further away, uh, only because
3: it veered off so far. Um, the red one's probably the closest, but is flying the most evasively. Um, you can't be sure, but it seems almost like it's using
2: uh, the blue one for cover. Then I guess it's the blue one that I okay. would fire on. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me ask you this, sir. Um, mm-hmm. Since the method of uh, operation for this this laser cannon is through my piloting console, mm. uh, do I get benefits like my? Um, yep, absolutely. Uh, it's disappeared from my vocabulary, but you say yes. Okay. Your brainy, brainy plug plug. Yeah. 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 Mind impulse unit. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like I said, (laughs) brainy, brainy plug plug. Okay. So that applies. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, Okay. Uh, I need a difficulty.
3: You surely do. I forgot which game we're playing. Um, Okay. So um, the blue one is closer. The other one's using it for cover, which means that they're probably flying slightly defensively but badly because they're having to adjust for like, oh, no, get get out of there. Get out of there. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this one's probably a two, Tyler. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend a story point uh, just to make things interesting. Um, so bump one red, one purple. That means we're at two and two in my favor. Or sorry, okay. um, two, <laughs> two and two in my leave. favor. And ours. <laughs> yes, yes, quite. The tables have turned. Or have they? Yes, they have. We're not separate, and I tables <laughs> <laughs> wiki 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 wah um <laughs> it's your boy dj Can't math um okay cool so um in terms of additional boost and threat um uh so you get your boost for your pluggy pluggy brain brain mm-hmm. uh you get one for acri again because i think anytime you're using systems stuff i'll i'll let you do that um i would normally give you disadvantage for the uh the wind but i like the goggles play so i think we'll just say that for this round here <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine <laughs> um yeah i think that's going to be it on my end
2: okay all right i'm ready to roll I've got some points in gunnery, fortunately. So, hey, four advantages, one triumph.
3: Holy shit. Um,
1: He'll shoot them and then open the back door again.
3: <laughs> um, well, Tyler, that is a good question. Um, what is there a vital thing um, that you would like to do that you haven't been able to do? Um,
2: let's talk about... The environment here. Um, This is a this is a planet dedicated solely to the production of a product. Is that right?
3: That is correct. Yep.
2: And so you mentioned these rolling green plains, but it was green because it was so Um, densely packed with orcs.
3: It's incidentally both. It is best to imagine this as like the Scottish Highlands, just because I'm committing to the theme um, as you do in the forty k universe. Um, but in this case, uh, also very green, green with orcs, but also green with verdancy. If there were no orcs or imperial tanks blowing up orcs,
2: so if it is that kind of like Gaelic paradise, mm-hmm. um, are there are there cliffs as well? Yep,
3: absolutely. Uh, and you can see, so like we seem to be um, on a sort of a larger island, but it's 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 very much um, uh, Acto from. Uh, uh, Last Jedi, where it's like there's these like big kind of massive islands of green rolling hills, okay, bunch of water like cliffs to the water, bunch of water,
2: more islands that sort of thing. Then I would like to fly along a cliff, so the wall, the the rock wall is is on one side of us, and and actually fire the cannon into the cliff causing oh, rocks oh, and debris oh, to shower our oh, pursuers, oh, if oh, I may. That's metal <laughs> as
3: hell. <laughs> yes! Uh, fuck, man. I'm not going to stand in the way of progress. Let's do it. Um, okay, cool. So here's what I'll give you then based on that. So um, can you give me your, your score again there, Tyler?
2: Uh, four advantages and one triumph.
3: Okay. So um, I'm going to say with that... Um, you don't destroy the craft, but it'll let you blow the four advantage and the triumph. Basically think like you're blowing a bunch of of advantage to get the cliffs. And then you're blowing a triumph to get the like pew, pew, pew uh, at the, at the rocks. Um, That is fantastic. I'm going to take the rules for them. Then Um, we've been doing a lot of you guys rolling up till now, but this is, this is pretty fucking rad. Um, so yeah, you um you have got like a clear the, the beacon is clear now. Also, it should be uh, I should clarify um the Viking factory itself um seems to be behind some kind of uh think like a very um nabu blue uh energy field. Okay. Um so there seems to actually be a legitimate energy bubble around the factory itself. Um and it's a massive industrial complex. Um, okay. You can tell that there's been um, some work done on the facade uh, to make it seem um, kind of, like, nice for the first two stories. But then beyond that, it's just, like, a full fucking Victorian nightmare of just, like, smokestacks <laughs> and, yeah. like, black metal and all that shit. But from, like, for the first two stories, um, very much, like, nice, slick, um, very inviting um, you know, there's wrought iron everywhere. Definitely Got skulls because, you know, 40K. But... Um, Unavoidable. There is some degree of, of pageantry uh, going on. That said, see. giant energy um, field around it. Uh, and the um, Imperial line seems to basically be kind of like up against that shield. Like, they're not on the inside of the shield. They're definitely on the outside of the shield. Um, and it... A rough spot to be in. <laughs> it is. Um, but this also... Um, this probably isn't something Alto would know. Valentine. Alto
2: knows none of what is going on. Yeah. <laughs> Every single detail, no matter how minute or massive, is new to Alto. <laughs> <laughs> In this situation. Yeah, just, just really 50 first, 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 uh, 50
3: first dating it. Um, yes,
2: baby driver, yes. <laughs>
3: yes, yes, same, same.
1: But different. I was yeah. going to say, I think Valentine at this point with the threat out would be back up near the front because they know where they're going to see and theoretically uh, and Yes, absolutely. things.
3: And yes, I was about to throw to you there because I, I think like the the threat of the, um, the craft and pursuit is still there, but also like Alto's manning the guns. The storm boys could come through again, so it actually kind of behooves both of you to be like ready-ish. Um, but uh, yeah, Valentine, looking out, um, you're actually kind of shocked by how entrenched this fight seems to be. Like we're talking, kind of like there's a World War One no man's land um, that's just like with the like you know it's it's literally the like you know mud of France, just like it's clearly. You know, corpse, blood, weapons, fire, artillery, shell. Like, this looks like a war that's been going on for a really fucking long time. Um, whereas your first instinct upon uh, breaking the atmosphere was that this was an invasion. Um, so it just strikes you as incredibly odd that either this conflict got real dirty real fast or it's been going on for, for a while. Uh, which yeah, is, he'd lean towards going on for a while just because there were no
1: spacecraft. Like, you would expect an invasion to have ships if it or- was coming yeah. in.
0: Um,
3: but also of note, um, and this could just be... Uh, actually, can you roll me a... Um, I think this is going to be a scholastic lore. So don't know what else it would be. Okay. Okay. Unless, Ryan, unless you have a, an argument for... Uh, just general things Valentine knows about the state of the galaxy, but the galaxy's pretty fucking vast.
1: Uh, Stuff I have would be forbidden lore uh, streetwise or perception. It would just depend on if he picked it up somewhere in the past.
3: Uh, Let's do this as a streetwise. This seems more like a, like I, yeah, if, there's no reason you would know this, but Vicodin is an extraordinarily popular beverage. So the fact that, like, The world's, like, the the galaxy's biggest, like, booze baron's factory is under siege is probably newsworthy. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Okay, what's my difficulty? Um, This one's going to be pretty high because it's also not something you would have any interest in until this very moment. So I'm going to say this is a difficulty of five. And I'm going to spend my... uh, the the two of the four points that are in my favor, uh, I'm going to spend two to upgrade two of those to red. Okay. Um, so t- truly a a, a a gruesome check, uh, just because this is truly fucking obscure knowledge. Uh, I will spend our two story points. Whoa. Ooh. As it was, so shall it be. Two and two in my favor. It's <laughs> my new ratio. <laughs> it's like a kid who's bad at sharing like yeah "Yeah, it's our toy but it's also mine so tom i don't know if this would help or if
1: this just removes stuff but i have bionic eyes which let me remove a challenge dice on perception due to environmental reasons
3: um yes sure cool yeah um i'll give it to you in as much as um not that it applies directly to your like Casting your mind back, but that it does apply to piecing together what you're seeing compared to what you know. Cool. All righty, let's let's roll these long,
1: long odds. Ah, two failures
4: and two threat. Perfect. Fantastic. Okay. I can never tell which way it's going to go from just the as the emperor the intended. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. In fact. I've got several ideas and I think they might be incorrect.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, so your, your brain uh, is like your your instinct leans towards this is a long entrenched fight. Um, however, that doesn't make any sense because why the fuck would there be an Imperial Guard regiment on this planet? Why would no one know about it? Why wouldn't it be a bigger deal? Um, I think you do that thing that I uh, often do with like incredibly logical things like, hey, maybe do your taxes today. Where you both talk yourself into it and then talk yourself out of it to a point where you've argued both sides so much that you're like, hmm, neutral. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> well, you know, this doesn't really seem like our priority concern. Uh, and he just looks over at Alto, who's just been flying but has probably heard like three minutes of stream of consciousness thoughts. And he's like, I think we're just gonna land as intended.
3: Uh, at which point, Alto jams the stick. Uh, the craft goes fully horizontal, um, vertical? Vertical. Uh, as it like peels up and over the edge of a cliff. Um, behind you, the uh, the three, um, all of that was from what Alto was seeing. Um, <laughs> the uh, three enemy craft um, pull in in uh, tight formation. Um, the magic school bus, though, is definitely like flying a pretty shaky uh, trajectory. And <laughs> okay, orc pilot, <laughs> let's see what you got. He says and rolls. Uh, four success, two threat. Not bad. All right. Wow. So, um, like, doesn't elegantly fly up and over. Just crashes through um, a, a small-ish ledge. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you think you can hear Will Arnett Lego Batman be like, first
0: try! Um,
3: <laughs> as uh, as as rocks sh- shower down. Um, and uh, over the comm, you just hear like, oh, thank God that's all the rocks we got. Or sorry, thank Mork that's all the... Uh, The rocks we got to deal with today, Uh, at which point, uh, Alto, you uh, open fire with the cannons. Um, Okay, so um, I've got three orc aircraft and 15 storm boys to play with. Uh, I'm going to roll a bunch of dice, and we're going to see what happens. Um, So uh, let's go with – we'll stick with yellow since we just did him. Um, Tyler, what is your – how many ranks do you have in piloting, please?
2: Uh, I have four ranks. Oh boy! Ooh.
3: So yeah. gonna Go with four difficulty for me. Uh, I've got my piloting ranks, and let's see what happens. Oh, and the ship is damaged, so I'm going to give. Also, I should say I'm rolling dice. So if you want to spend story points to jack up my difficulty, you're mo- more than welcome to. Currently, Do we I'm have sitting any- at. Uh, we have two yeah, again. Uh, I burned. Oh, we have two again. I burned two. Ryan burned two. So we're we're back to to neutral. Um, so currently oh, yeah. I've got two green one yellow four purple and one black For what do you guys thank you
1: dispose spend- I think we let that one ride I'm yeah, scared of okay. that red plane
2: <laughs> yeah 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 that's true
4: Greetings, fellow servants of the Emperor. It is I, Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, and I am here to call you to step forward and serve the Emperor as part of his immortal and blessed host. It's a great day for you to join a Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash dumdumdice is the perfect place for you to fund our little forays into saving, let's just say, the golden throne and all of humanity. Now, I know the thing that you're wondering is, what's in it for me? because, and I mean this as pleasantly as possible, you're absolute heretical scum. What I'm hoping for all of you is that you can redeem yourselves by receiving ad-free feeds where you are no longer plagued by random temptation, but instead can focus your attention purely on the emperor. You can gain this ad-free feed for only $5 a month and receive other feeds as well to other alternate realities. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, it's for the emperor And we'll save your souls.
3: Oh, interesting! Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's a triumph and two threats. Um, Weird. Okay, so. Uh, so Magic School Bus manages to dodge the rocks uh having learned from their unfortunate ledge adventure ledge venture uh at Ledger. now none of them really work but you know what i mean um they learned uh, enough to dodge so they pull out um but in doing so unexpectedly they clip uh the wing of um the um shit i don't have a i don't have a regular dice um <laughs> you know flip a coin <laughs> uh blue they clip the um the tail of the blue craft um causing it to like have to readjust and go straight into the rocks uh, so it's gonna have a much harder uh, difficulty set that said that triumph is pretty good um so i'm gonna say um uh magic school bus uh, uh orkish Miss Frizzle gets off on hell of a shot um and manages to uh blow your cannon. Uh so there's a triumph to knock out your cannon, but Bill Arnett, classic voice of Miss Frizzle.
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's try. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go explore. Make mistakes. (laughs) (laughs)
3: There's the one.
4: (laughs) Uh
3: (laughs) yeah, and um the chameleon is just Buster. Uh, Uh great. Um so Orcish Miss Frizzle Willow Net um, knocks out your turret, but uh, also knocks blue into the rocks. So um, blue is going to have um, two purple, two red, two black, one blue, two green, one yellow. So their odds are currently very bad. You can make them worse if
2: you so desire. Uh, that sounds okay to me.
1: Yeah, I think save. We don't want storm boys in the cabin again. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Oh wow, what a fucking weird wash. Uh, all right, came out with one threat. So uh, <laughs> rocks pummel the ship, but it it kind of like dips down um, and uh, is is still still up, but also didn't do very well. So it's not like it gets a free shot. But now we've come to the one we we're really worried about, uh, which is uh, the red pilot. Um, Valentine you remember from your training that um, orcs put a lot of value uh, in red paint jobs uh, teenage Tom McGee put uh, 10 points in them to earn an extra inch of movement on all vehicles uh, but um, this uh, this vehicle is, is is surely blessed by uh, the the heathen orc gods um, or perhaps more correctly as uh, lyric has seen through the uh, the psychic abilities of its pilot um so red is bring up the rear using the others two for cover uh so we're gonna say three purple um i've got two yellow one green um two black from the rocks falling one blue from the red paint job
2: this is one story spend a story point
3: yeah i'd spend a story point making this harder
2: yeah yeah
1: sick
3: uh, yeah. All right, so... And then
1: for, for narrative reasons, we'll say it's the one plane hitting the other that then tries to fly into the wall to dodge rocks. It's, just it's the Darth Vader
3: up. syndrome of like, I've got this. And then everyone else is like, yeah, we're bad at flying. <laughs> it's like, oh, poop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a line George Lucas added along with Greedo being like, fuck that guy. All right, um... Two success, two threat. Jesus, these I can't orcs, man! This shit. Um, all right, so um, man. Uh, the red pilot uh, manages to pull through, but um, two threat is again a problem. So, hmm. Okay, so with the two threat and given the the narrative reason Ryan just gave, uh, I'm gonna say that what basically happens is like magic school bus clips blue, blue flies into the rocks is managing to pull out and then red kind of out of frustration of being like behind these two finally just takes its move and like blasts through Um, so now both yellow and blue are off your tail red is coming in hot though Uh, you no longer have weapons but I have one more thing to roll and that's them sweet sweet storm boys we would like to use a story point (laughs) Fair enough. <laughs> I will I also tell just, you, uh their odds are not as good because they do not have a giant metal fuselage around them. That's true. But I think uh Valentine oh,
1: the is odds sitting have fucked us
3: so far anyway.
1: So yes. Yeah, 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 story point, those sons of bitches. Valentine is sitting strapped into the the co-pilot seat, but he has his gun in hand, ready to just shoot
3: bolts into any green <laughs> face he sees. Fair enough. Ooh, 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 ooh. one failure, six threat. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, uh, as (laughs) we spend those threat for two despairs, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know that they need any more despair. I think they're good. Um, as, uh, as red just like puts the pedal to the metal blasts through a bunch of storm boys, um, and, uh, dust in the wind begins to play as rocks are just pummeling them and they're just like falling through the air, um, and, uh, one of them, um, just before, uh, he, uh, hits the, the rocky shore below goes, oh, so that's what the world looks like upside down. Beautiful. And then his head explodes. Um, but, uh, the good news is you're down to just, um, the, the one, uh, ace pilot, um, flying, uh, the red craft, uh, and, um, uh, you hear, uh, over, uh, your, your Vox Coder, um, hey, uh, this is a lot of fun. Who am I talking to? This here's, uh, Zigzag Zorg. Why and such?
4: <laughs> uh, this
1: is, uh, it, 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 Valentine just picks it up and he's like, this is Inquisitor Valentine of the, his Imperial Majesty's Hurley Inquisition.
3: Uh, chug off! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, feisty! I like it. Uh, and then he hangs up. He's like, hey, squids, fix the craft. Uh, we got to shoot these guys now. Um, so. Um,
1: oh, what I, and such? Uh. I have a follow up
3: question. Sorry, I, I was. I no, was no, no. I'm sorry. I'm too busy chugging off over here. No, no, no. I, I was ta- you. no I, I,
1: I'm incredibly <laughs> sorry. I was talking to one of my companions. Uh, she's
4: incredibly rude. Just incredibly. So, you know, I punched her in the face and took two of her teeth, you know, like a boss would no, so, interesting fact. <laughs> to put my brass be
2: knuckles
1: on. Valentine would know. No, but uh orc <laughs> for for people who know Valentine's brain, uh, teeth are orc currency. You have to knock Ooh. them out of another orc's head to get them. And orcs always rule through violence. So he's trying to play
3: a I make sense to orcs card. Look, I totally get it, man. Uh, I'm going to need I think it's just deception, but I kind of want it to be skull duggery, but I think it's deception. Cool. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, yeah, that makes more sense to me, too.
3: Uh, so deception and cunning, please. Um, difficulty of... Uh, Lyric, would you say anything to that, or would you just quietly put on your brass knuckles? <laughs>
2: I, it is just very, like... I don't know if this is, like... If he's being passive-aggressive, like...
3: Gotcha, okay. If you don't say anything, that doesn't affect the role. I feel like Uh, he'd also
1: quickly release the transmit button. He's learned from
3: her in the past. (laughs) I mean, uh, we'll see. Uh, Great, okay. So uh, I'm going to say this is a pretty tough, but you brought out the teeth. Um, I'm going to say three purple. Because you're also not trying to make him do anything other than just listen to you for for a hot second. (laughs) This is just an extended apology.
1: Yeah. Anytime he's talking, he's
3: not shooting. So it's a win. Yeah, it's in our run. Okay. Um, Yeah. I'm going to give you one blue because you actually believe the lie. Not the teeth part, but you do believe she's annoying. (laughs) Emotionally, it's true. Yeah, like you picked an
1: easy lie. (laughs) All right, let's see what happens. Oh, that is weird. Okay, Tom, I've got three failures, but five advantage. Ooh, boy. What? Um, okay. Uh, uh, Tom, how many advantage do I have to spend for a triumph?
3: You can spend, uh, well, so it, it's advantage or triumph, um, but you could spend three to get, you unfortunately can't spend advantage to get a do something vital. If that's what you're at.
1: No, but a triumph is worth three
3: successes. So if I could, sorry, you can't uh, exchange advantage for triumph. You can just use advantage. That's
1: what I wanted, Tom. (laughs) I'm
3: sorry, (laughs) bud. I know. Maybe maybe next year, champ. Just keep saving up your advantage. Um, uh, I, I know
1: I have an idea for advantage, but let's hear where the failures take us.
3: Okay, well, give, give me your advantage and I'll tell you where the oh,
1: I was going to say, if I can confuse the pilot behind us I would just like to pass advantage to
3: uh, Alta, who's flying Yeah, I was kind of going to lean that way as well um, That said, uh, the threat Is Three The thing. failure is, is Pretty <laughs> drastic um, so, I knew
1: I should have Used a Cockney
3: accent He <laughs> says <laughs> <to myself. laughs> um, Okay, alright Yikes so here's what's gonna happen. Um, the um, you've got the the pilot of these talking, which is distracting him slightly. Uh, however, you also failed, so he definitely doesn't get on side. Um, you give the advantage to Alto because it gives him a little bit of time to figure out what he's gonna do next, particularly now that the turret is down. However, um, there is a, a a storm that you did not expect of boys. Uh, as the malfunctioning rockets um, slam into the, uh, the back of the ship, uh, their pilots are long dead, but uh, 15 misguided rocket smashed missiles uh, can do a hell of a number. And uh, as they, they pummel into the ship, um, Alto, suddenly your, your HUD cuts out uh, as uh, the, uh, the ship takes massive system strain. Uh, from the uh, pummeling of uh, orcs into key systems. Um, so suddenly um, the, uh, the the like onboard mechanics cut out. You hear Acri say like, well, now hang on just a goddamn minute. Um, and then uh, he, the uh, sort of power to his vox is cut off. Um, and suddenly you're in that horrible moment of the plane just whistling through the air, not flying so much. Um, okay. <laughs> and, uh, because you were flying, uh, vertically,
2: uh, like perpendicular to the ground. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it starts, uh, starts just kind of like veering down, uh, yeah, okay. in a, in an arc. Good news is, um, you have, uh, Ryan, you had four. <laughs> What's d- the d- good news? <laughs> uh, yeah. you I had, had four five advantage. Five advantage. <laughs> so, um, Tyler, you can gain, um, two boost, uh,
2: to your next. Uh, Role, Okay, well, is it my role now, or are we, uh, is it? Is yeah, yeah, so we're over yeah, to you. Okay. You're
3: you're the pilot. Uh, it will not surprise you to know that Lyric is not helpful in this situation, <gasps> uh, but she is putting on brass knuckles in case she has to fight for teeth, which might actually turn out to be an important inquisitorial thing. She's not really sure, ah. but like, best to be ready. Right. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's just hanging onto a seat rest, yelling, like, can he do it? <laughs> yes, he can. We are not meant to die here. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Alto, uh, what the
2: fuck are you gonna do, Alto? Uh, I I think just maybe only for his own sake. It just uh, I I can fix this. I I, I can fix this. Um, and uh, I would like to use my uh, determined driver skill. Uh, okay, what does that do? Oh, I can't. I have to spend a story point to use it. We're out of story points. Uh.
3: Oh, shit. That you are. Yep. Okay. Well, um, this, uh, no, hang on, hang on. Uh, this sounds like a devil's bargain to old Tommy. Um, I will give you a story point, but I think, yeah, okay. Um, Alto, I will give you a story point for this, but it'll basically be using yourself to jumpstart the craft and it will temporarily, possibly permanently fry your onboard brain. <laughs> uh, no, like your your beautiful little uh, pluggy, I'm, pluggy brain brain.
2: My mind impulse unit. Yeah.
3: Now this isn't, This isn't – like it's rare technology. It's not incredibly rare technology. So the odds of finding someone who could repair it are not zero, but it's a little bit like Lyric losing her leg. It's kind of a hopefully there will be a solution to this somewhere around, but I can't guarantee it. Plus you like lovingly – built this is I feel like your uh, Phantom Menace C-3PO that you built. (laughs) So it's also like how badly do you want to fry this thing?
2: So anyway, up to you. It doesn't even feel like a choice. Like, it would cra- like go dead stick and crash, or <laughs> or blow this thing and get power back on. Um, and you said there's a chance that I'll destroy it, or that it, I will be trading this to activate so the here's the thing. On our ship.
3: It's a trade right now. You don't know how severe the da- like. And this is kind of what what uh, uh, this is less a mechanical question, more kind of a character question. It's the kind of thing where it's like, I think it's it's uh, crossing the streams and Ghostbusters. I could conceivably do this. Mm-hmm. I think my Mind Impulse unit would survive it. I don't know. I've never done it. It might just damage it, and then I could get it repaired, or it might fry it.
2: All right. Um, sure, let's do it. The Ghostbusters cross the streams, and not a fucking scratch on them. They got covered in marshmallows. No problem. Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Good. So go ahead and,
3: and do your determined driver.
2: Yeah. So that's uh, healing system strain equal to uh, my driving, which is four four points of system tr- strain recovery. Okay.
3: So uh, your starting system strain was ten, um, and you took more than ten, uh, so this will bring it back up to four. Okay. Um, what uh, what does it feel like to jumpstart this from your your body?
2: If, well, if what I'm using is my mind impulse unit, um, I think because Alto is a kind of, as, as we've seen sort of, he's got like a raw talent, unrefined kind of uh, uh, skill in tech use and driving. So I think it's very much a force of will. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost like clenching a, a muscle Mm-hmm. to make it work a muscle that isn't a part of his anatomy, but like one that he feels he has all the same. Uh, and so he he surges uh, uh, his will into this console to get it to jumpstart and, and come back online. Okay. Uh,
3: second, uh, second devil's bargain for you. <laughs> You're killing me, dude.
2: Yeah, let's hit it. What's up?
3: <laughs> uh, as you do this, um, you fire up, like, you, you can feel the system starting to come alive um, around you as you just, f- like, feed your will into this machine. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, you have kind of the sensation of what Valentine was talking about, about, you know, driving a Titan or, like, what that must feel like um, to kind of literally, you know, enforce your spirit on, on a machine. Um, and as the systems begin to come back online, um, ACRI... Just kind of uh, you, you sort of hear him in, in your mind, being like, "Oh well, damn, that's the that's that's quite a thing you're doing." And as he says that, you realize, similar to kind of looking at uh, a switch, you might be able to throw all of this onto him. It'll absolutely kill him, but it'll save your mind impulse unit. Like you can feel his energy starting to feed in and you realize if you just short it through him, you can basically use Acri's brain as a fuse.
2: Oh, that's an easy choice.
3: <sighs> yeah. Man, we can't <laughs> even help you. This is just an Alto oh, no. world.
2: Yeah. And
3: wow. no one else would ever need to know because as far as anyone else is concerned, the ship died when the orcs hit. So this is
2: Damn. something only you would know. But I would know that I did it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, this is a conscious decision. I, I don't, here's the thing is I don't think it's a decision for for Alto he's so uh, meek in some ways that it's like he wouldn't he wouldn't do it he would take it on himself and and blow the the mind impulse unit
3: uh, cool so you you can feel just sort of that you could tip it over onto him but um, Alto just you know the, the thought of of Killing. Admittedly, like your friend, um, you guys have, have, have spent more time. You played a bunch of video games together. Yeah, every time,
2: time I'm together. plugged into a
3: ship, he's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so without even really considering it, you um, pull back from the edge. And as you felt your will for just a beautiful moment um, feeding into the machine, suddenly you feel all of its power cycle back uh, and feed into you. Um, which is when your mind impulse unit explodes, and everything goes dark. Okay, so
2: just like it just sparks and smoke out the back of my head,
3: uh, along with a not inconsiderable amount of flesh and a little bit of skull. This episode of
0: the Valentine heresy features Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto, Laura Hamstra, at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric, and our Game Master, Tom McGee, at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresies artwork was created by Del Borovic, at delborovic.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazza, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a
4: special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola,
1: Long Long, the Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Bradovic, Noelle Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks
0: to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the
4: year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England.
3: Free cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson!
4: Solved, By Sherlock bloody Holmes of 221
2: B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now.
3: God,
1: I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years.
2: But the boys are
1: both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha
4: Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number
2: one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at 224 Baker, or on our website, 224bbaker.com.
3: It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck.
2: What's the
1: other 10%?
3: Luck.